This is Harry Hulk Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the NFC East Championship game between the Redskins and the lowly Dallas Cowboys. We talk about all the tailgating, people we met at the game, this and that, and the upcoming game against the Seahawks, and much more. Live with Aaron, Josh, and John, and the fifth. Yo, 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 yo. What's up? Yo, 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 what's happening? Yo, 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 what's up? What's up? Wait a minute. I know what's up. Ow. Fred. Morris. Ow. Fred. Morris. Ow. Fred. Morris. Dude. Uh, Sir. Ow. 200 yards on the Bam, bam. Bam, bam. He just tore them apart. Him and RG3, like, made DeMarcus Ware just look like a complete... Woo! I don't even know what. They made whoever they put over there. They even tried to give him help in the second half. And the funny thing is, is DeMarcus Ware is, like, their best player on defense, and they didn't even block him most of the time. They just left him standing there, like, looking. Yeah, he had a hurt shoulder, too, but still. He didn't have hurt feet. He just stood there. Like, uh, which way do I go? Which way do I go? Stuff like he that. had no idea. Uh, so, dudes, welcome. Welcome. Welcome, Harry Hog Football, episode number 315, in which we celebrate the division champion, Washington Redskins. <laughs> NFC East. And I got to say, champion. dudes, at the beginning of the year. I called it. That's right. I totally called it. I called it. And the, someone pointed out today on Twitter that I did not do my precarious predictions for the postseason. So we're going to have to get up on that. No, no, no. It's not that they didn't say that. They asked you to. You did. I, va- I, I vaguely remember that. I did? I think I think you. they either don't remember or they want you to... Uh, to uh, review them or possibly uh, work on them since we know who we actually have to play. Oh, okay. Well, I'll do that in this episode. Because it's always 19-0. and 0. Uh, Yeah. Anyway. Um... But I'm sure Nick the Greek could check on that for us. Dude, Nick the Greek was pumped. Nick the Greek's always pumped. We were all, all of us were pumped. Dude, we swept Dallas. We swept Dallas. We swept Dallas. I think I reminded some Dallas fans of that after the game. Uh, there were, there were a few. Hit him over the head with that big broom. Dallas Cowboys. Cut. Cut. Dallas fans had trouble getting out of the stadium because, well, there was a line at the ticket window to get games tickets to our game next week. <laughs> Probably they also had trouble getting out because they were all going to the uh, Redskins store as they were all converting over to Redskins fans because, you know, they're, they're Fairweather fans that way. I have to say there weren't as many as annoying Cowboys fans at this game as in the last Cowboys game we went to. There were a better. lot less Cowboys fans, and they were very quiet, at in, least in our section. In general, there were a lot less. I think they were a little afraid of Aaron and myself, actually. Um <laughs> Because we were really loud, and we were both wearing... I mean, we were like seven-layer burritos up there. 
John looked like he had a sumo suit on. He was huge. <laughs> I looked like I had one of those big old sumo suits. This girl was like hanging out in the parking lot. Uh, I think her name was Courtney. It was Courtney Shout and her, out. her husband. I cannot remember his name for the life of me. Aaron and I have been like brainstorming on this for two days. Anyway. They were really cool people, and we were hanging out with them and uh, with uh, the fifth, Will and Marilyn. Yeah. So if you guys check out the podcast like you said you were going to, go ahead and shoot us an email. Be yeah. like, dude, my name is Mark. Redskins fan at HarryHogFootball.com. Anyway. I couldn't remember her name either. Aaron, Aaron did it. Anyway, what was I going to say about them? That they were cool. Um, uh, no, there was a point to this story. I forgot. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember what it was. Yeah, we were hanging out with them in, in the parking lot. And at first, Courtney thought that John was just this real big fat dude until we explained to her that he weighs like 160 pounds, and then she started cracking up. <laughs> because I had on my, I had on my triple fat like Redskins puppy coat on top of everything else, and as you can hear, my voice is still a little scratchy. under his jersey though, so it just looked like he had this yeah. giant gut under my under my Art Monk jersey, my Art Monk South Korean sweatshop jersey. And so, yeah, so it looked like a huge gut, and also this big triple fat goose coat I've got. It's got these like forearm pockets on each side, which are, which are great for putting your gloves or or like, you <laughs> know got your arm pockets, cap, or yeah arm, arm forearm pockets, or you know half a dozen bottles of uh, airport bottles of Jim Beam, and she was like, oh okay, I get it now. I thought at first, or we thought at first that you had fanny packs on your arm. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, and then we hung out for like the next couple hours, and and that was pretty much the uh, the breaking of the ice between you know them and us because they were just hanging out and chilling. Between like John and the lady folk, and the fifth was hanging too. And the fifth, he and was everybody freezing because he only wore like over, one layer. Yeah, hanging out over there at the uh, the Hale Barbecue section. Hale Barbecue guys are hilarious. First of all, before we go into this into the game, if you guys get a chance to tailgate with those guys and you're just on your own and don't have your own vehicle at the stadium yep. you should definitely see these guys you just put a donation in and they have a huge spread they had ribs hot dogs hamburgers italian sausages uh no mac and cheese definitely. uh like tato salad all that kind of stuff they had they had pork uh shoulder that came out late um, what else do they have, John? A they bunch had of stuff. tons of food. They, you know, uh, Meatballs. Just tons and tons and tons of food. Dude, and they had like making... a little fire bowl that they kept firing up so people could stand around like all homeless and whatnot. The coolest part was, yeah, we, we went over and we were sitting on this curb and that's right where they decided they were going to put the s'more station where they had this like fire pit and they had these, these logs and I was like, sweet. So yeah, we basically and... got to sit by the campfire for four hours. Right, because Aaron basically got drafted into a flipping the s'mores that were wrapped up in tinfoil from on top of the screen on the fire. And Aaron's <laughs> like, all right. And then at one point, like, as soon as we started up the fire, or they did, um, this cop comes, like, blazing around, like, with his lights flashing. I was like, uh-oh. The big old, like, brand-new Suburban. He gets out, and he's like, Doo. he's like, hey, guys, you guys need to go over there and, like, cut down some of those trees and bring them over here and get a bigger fire going. <laughs> <laughs> And Is then he proceeded he to just jump in the line and get a bunch of food. Yeah, then he just went and got a plate of food at the barbecue and then like got back into his his little truck and like was like, see his, like, y'all warm, later. 
his warm little like mini suburban that they have. Was now. that his like I looked the other way? He got, he gets fed. And he it sure down. was. Oh yeah, he it was. was. He was totally sitting there, like, and he said something over the loudspeaker of his vehicle, like, like Cowboys fans go away or something like that. I forget what it was, but definitely someone who usually patrols that section of parking lot. But nice. the Hale Barbecue guys, they have nine parking passes, so they take up a lot of spots, right. and legally so. They're fine. Did they say that? I didn't hear him say that. Yeah, yeah. Well, the uh, Courtney and her uh, husband told us that. Because they they've gone and, and tailgated with them before. They didn't even have tickets. They just like parked in an outlying lot and walked over with a cooler of beer just to hang out with people. Same with Will. Will didn't the same have a with ticket. Will. He just came to hang out with us and hang out with other people. And we all like Did he make it back and for the game? I think so. He was they invite Courtney and the other guy invited them to him to like watch the game with them in their van. Apparently they had a TV or something. So I don't know where Will went after we went in the stadium, but Yeah. But they were all cool, man. And there were a lot of other cool people around. I mean, you know, everyone was just pumped. Super, super pumped for the game. Everyone was friendly. It was completely different from the last time that we actually saw a game at the Jack. Yeah, it was completely different. Everyone was in a good mood. Everyone was tense, but they were in a good mood. All the employees were in a good mood. None of the beer people tried to. None of the beer people tried to cheat us. It was great. We saw some like hippie Scottish uh, dude wearing a George Stark. Jersey that he said wore and he wore in the game or something. Oh yeah, that was kind of odd. Nice. He was pumped, dude. So many people were pumped, and you know, and there were so many. Like we said, there were so many less cowboy fans going through. And then the one of the funny things these Hale Barbecue people do, they put up a second like banner next to their Hale Barbecue one that says, "Have you people?" It has a big map of of Texas or a big picture of Texas. And it had it's like superimposed with the Redskins logo over Texas, which is awesome. And it says on the side, "Have you people ever even been to Dallas?" <laughs> and then it says, "Cowboys, something to the effect of Cowboys fans, step up and show us where Dallas is." That's not the exact wording, but that's what it was. And one of the dudes grabbed the bullhorn early on. Well, the first thing he did, there was a Tony Romo pinata, and we're sitting there like early on in the tailgate. And suddenly he comes walking over which, with something that looks suspiciously like that police officer's baton. I think it was, dude. <laughs> and a couple of kids, like boys that look like they were 10, maybe 11 or so. And they give the baton to the kids and they just take turns bashing this Romo jersey until a ton of candy spills out of it. Nice. And everyone cheers. Gen, I think Gen X filmed that for CSN. You might have seen it. So. Did you watch that the pregame awesome. on CSN, Josh? I watched the pregame. No, I did not because they had an hour and a half pregame of uh, on Fox or whatever it was, NBC. Oh, because I think she had it on there because she was filming that. Dude, I've it never was- seen such a long pregame for a national night game. I mean, it was literally an hour and a half of pregame. Well, I read today that that game got the greatest share of all the games the whole year or something. Because everyone hates the Cowboys. So everyone wanted to tune in and watch them lose, and everyone seems to like RG3, and as well they should. Dude, it was kind of nice because like during the pregame, they spent a lot of time talking about the Redskins and RG3 and not very much time talking about Tony Romo and the Cowboys. Well, like every sense. now and again, they'd be like, they'd be like, and RG3, blah, 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 and Tony Romo. Blah, 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 RG3, blah, blah, blah. Well, Chris Collinsworth was stroking Tony Romo. Boy, he has gotten become such a bad cowboy stroker. Golly. I used to like Chris Collinsworth. He's gotten terrible about that. 
Yeah. In any right. event, so the Hale Barbecue guys, they have this micro or a bullhorn. Is that right? Yeah. It's a megaphone like me- or something. Megaphone. Well, megaphone's like the plastic shoe. Whatever thing. it is, the electric like, kind. And he's like yelling through it. He's like, as cowboy fans are walking by, he's like, hey, hey, come over here. Come over here. And they <laughs> proceeds to like verbally abuse them and be like, okay, we're going to ask you, you're going to ha- have a quiz here. And there was questions like, what year did the Cowboys, where the Cowboys originated, which... <laughs> You know, Most we all didn't knew know. it's 1960, and none of them knew but one group. And, and it was a group of five dudes helping you. I'll tell other. you about that in a minute. Yeah, yeah. And it was, uh, what were the other questions? Where is Dallas? And they was like, no, Where sir, was Dallas? That's was Oklahoma. Question. It's like, no, 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 that's the Gulf of Mexico. No, 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 you're in, you're in New Mexico almost at that point. Sorry. There was only one person, but it was a group of five dudes, and they did help each other out a little bit. But it was these five Latino dudes walking by, and as soon as I saw them, I was like, those guys are going to know their stuff about Dallas. And between the five of them, they got all the questions right, I think. I think they so. knew the 1961. They, 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 knew they didn't know what position... Um... They didn't know what position Jerry Jones played. Jerry, yeah, what did Jerry Jones play in college at Arkansas? And I didn't know that either. I didn't either. Jerry Jones went to college. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. He played guard, by the way, believe it or not. He was a guard and then, back in 1837. <laughs> for the Razorbacks. Everyone that walked by, everyone that walked by that was a Cowboys fan, Will and Barely would be like, <laughs> you're a loser, sir. You're a loser, <laughs> a sir. Very loud voice. You're He'd be like, "You're a loser, sir." Excuse <laughs> like, me. You're a loser, sir. <laughs> All of you, you're losers, sirs. <laughs> All right. It was hilarious. So anyway, that was the whole tailgate, and then suddenly it was like, "Crap, we got to go in and get to our seats and 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 you know, go we had, crazy." We had the back row of the stadium. We we were in the back row of the stadium. Nice. We had a oh. fence behind us. Which was brilliant because no Cowboys fans could tell us to sit down. That's right. So between banging on the fence and banging on the, we got early on in the game itself. We got two beers from one of the uh, vendors coming up the steps, and it was two of those aluminum beer bottles. And by the end of the fourth quarter, by the end of the game, we were you know early on we drank them, and early on we were bang- started just banging them on the seats behind us, like between the chair. We just flipped them up because we stood up the whole time almost. <laughs> We just flipped them up. We're just banging them between the back of the chair and the seat. Ba 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 ba. By the end of the game, our beer bottles were just these two twisted like sticks of metal. <laughs> like you couldn't pour two or three ounces of liquid into them. They were just wrecked. Could you and have made it was, a shit out of them? I, all I yes. I, I told Roberta about it later. She was like, "Oh, and you kept them." I was like, "No, we didn't keep them. We thought about it." But it was like it was like the end of that first. Battle I didn't think in, about it. I didn't want I that did. thing. I did. It was like the end of that that first battle in Braveheart, where where William Wallace is just like standing there and he's looking around and the battle's done and people are like creeping up that are his friends and you know, you know, they're just like, oh, the battle's over. You can, there's no words. Everyone's just kind of looking at each other and he just like raises his sword in the air and goes, Wah! and everyone goes. Wah! And he just throws his weapon down and walks away. Great analogy, John. Thank you. But just to everyone that's going to that Seahawks game, if you guys do get one of those aluminum beer bottles and then like yep. bang it between, like put your seat up and just bang it between the two, like back and forth, like it's how? loud. Like how? It's louder than yelling. 
Oh man, and and we at first we started banging them on the fence behind us because we had one of those orange FedEx colored fences behind us. It wasn't but as yeah, loud. Yeah, then we realized it was much louder to just bang them between the chair. Or and everyone chair. has a chair, so everyone has a chair. And if you're 21 or older, everyone can have a beer bottle. And you shouldn't be using the chair. You need to be standing up for this mm-hmm. game. And there were Cowboys fans around, but nobody turned around. Not one of them turned around and said anything to us. And oh. the Redskins fans around us were like, God, these guys are freaking pumped. Except the they overly polite Cowboys fan next to me, the Indian guy that was like, ooh, that was a great pass. That was a great run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he was a newbie that unfortunately picked Dallas as his team. I was like, are you a, are you a Redskins fan? He was like, unfortunately, no. And I'm like, can you change seats with those dudes next to you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had a good attitude about it, but he – he was not steeped in the rivalry. He just kind yeah. of picked Dallas as his team. Yeah. Anyway, so he was not that bad, even though he was a yeah. Cowboy fan. He was cool. Anyway, enough about that. Let's talk okay. about the game. The game. Alfred, sir, Alfred, Bam, Bam, Morris, 33 carries for 200 yards, three touchdowns, over six yards carry. Holy crap. What's up, Rook? The most brilliant thing that I thought about that game was that we've our offense never looks the same every week we do something different and it works this week it was a old school NFC East it was old ground school Shanahan, game Super Bowl winning the entire Pounded. line would one run in one direction and Alfred Morris would find a hole and cut back the other way it was like watching Terrell Davis run but then with RG3 that would keep it every once in a while yeah, yeah, and he's definitely not 100%, but he was better than he was before. Why his were his passes so off in the first half, though? The first yeah, why half, why were they he, so off? I think because it was just damn cold. It was he cold. He and Romo were both bad. When I watched it on TV, it didn't look that cold when I watched it last night when I got back. Yeah, when I watched it on TV, it didn't look that cold either. But it was, when was freezing. There, it was freaking freezing. There were like 50 mile an hour wind gusts, and the wind chill was supposedly like 21 or something. I knew it was going to be cold, man. Yeah, the wind chilled out in the stadium, and it was chilling out. But when we first, like like earlier on in the tailgate, it was windy. Like they had to take stuff down from the tailgate there, like banners and stuff after a while because things were blowing over. I had to give Will in Maryland a hand warmer. He was about to go home. He was so cold. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, how's that hand warmer working? It's all right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway You only gave him one? Uh, he didn't ask for another one I mean how many was <laughs> busy? Dude I had more I didn't know you just gave him one I thought he had two I, had, I Dang, gave him Bill, one Sorry man I had another one in my pocket I would have given you that if I had known <laughs> Oh man Anyway You only gave anyway, him one That's funny um, anyway, uh, let me see. What do you got to say about the game, dudes? Bam, bam. What London, dude? Nothing. He was he was awesome. I mean, if you're gonna talk about Bam, bam, look at his numbers on the day. Two hundred yards rushing. How about that? And three touchdowns. And three touchdowns. Three touchdowns. Two hundred yards rushing. He was averaging six point one yards a carry. He had thirty three carries on the day. All day long. Awesome. Awesome. Another thing that I noticed about the game while we were there is that there were, like, no penalties, even though Dallas shouldn't have got that first touchdown because it was a delay of game. There were no penalties until, I think, the fourth quarter. 
And yeah, there were two points, one in the first half and one in the third or fourth quarter where Redskins receivers were horse collar tackled and they didn't call it. And Aaron, as you just said, the non-delay of game call, non-delay of game on the one time Hazlitt didn't blitz the one time he sent three guys, three guys. And what did he do, Aaron? What's your favorite way to describe one of those Romo touchdowns that takes forever to happen? It's a butt cheek play. It was a butt cheek play. He just stood in there and had like 32 seconds to throw the ball. Forever, because that was the one time we didn't blitz. Josh, what was that play? I don't know if it was Des Bryant or someone else, but I was getting pretty mad even though we were in the back row of the stadium and I couldn't quite see it. It looked like one of the Cowboys dudes caught the ball and his shoulder landed on the sideline and they said he was in bounds and then the Cowboys hurried up and hiked the ball. Was he in? Oh, yeah, he was in, dude. It wasn't um No, he was in. He got he got his feet in. He landed and had his feet in and then like And then his shoulder so hit when, out. Yeah, when they showed it, it he was definitely in. Oh, cuz I thought his shoulder hit first from where we were way That's up. That's what there. I thought too, but when they slowed it down and showed it, it was just the angle. Like when you were when they showed it down at the low angle, you could see he caught it. His feet were in, and then it looked like his shoulder hit. It was weird. Because from our angle, from like 152 miles away, I was like, "He's out." <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna ask you guys, did they make a big deal when uh, when Alfred Morris broke Clinton Portis's record? Yeah, they made a big deal, and I was like, "Really?" Because I knew he was having a good game, but it was the beginning of the third quarter, and I was like, "He's already broken it." Yeah, I know it was so early. We we're just like, "Crap!" Oh, wow. Sweet. Dude, they showed Clinton Portis when it happened, and at first he looked like, I have nothing left to live for now. He looked kind of sad. And then he kind of clapped, like three claps. He was like... Well, he apparently sent out a tweet pretty quick congratulating him on that. Yeah. He, yeah, was, but, he was like the Twitter correspondent for uh, NBC that night, from what I saw. They were Clinton like, Portis was? Yeah, for NBC on their uh, like online coverage. Well, he was sitting up there, you know, like, drinking... What, what do you think he was saying up there? Clinton Portis, what were you saying while you were up there? <laughs> they were like, and with that, Alfred hey, Morris has just passed Clinton hey, man, Portis you know, for the Redskins franchise rushing record. Thank you, you, you know, man, I, I held the record for a couple of years, man. You know, uh, it was a good record, you know. It was a good record. Morris, uh, man, he ran. You get the game the ball, he ran. Uh, you know, <laughs> he ran downhill, man. I, you know, he's a good. I give, I give him, I give him, you know, mad props to him, man. You know what's funny about that? Good bet. Is that Clinton Portis came from the Shanahan offense and had some great years there, and then he just saw a kid come in who's like 22 from a small school, and bam, and bam, on the same offense, especially in this game, his biggest game of all. Florida Atlantic. Not quite the same offense. RG3 adds a whole other element to it. He does, but, in, I mean, this game looked so much like like the Shanahan, Terrell Davis. I mean, it was five linemen running to the left, and Terrell, and, I mean, Terrell Davis or Alfred Morris cutting to the right through whichever hole he found all mm. night long. And, yeah, he ran some stuff around the outside, including that one touchdown and everything, but there was so much of that just go one way, and then the guys on the back end were, were finishing up the block so so Morris could just like cut right through and go. Dude's got fast feet, man. He's fat definitely faster feet than a you know, I like to compare him to John Riggins, but the more I'm watching him, I'm trying to figure out who else he reminds me of. He's like John Riggins and someone else because his feet move quick. 
Dude, he's very fast. And I, when you watch him run, you you don't think, man, he's got a super low center of gravity. But it's like some, somehow he just glues himself to the turf and just people hit him and just kind of can't tackle him. It's just God, he crushes it. Man, it's awesome. It's freaking awesome. awesome. It's like a rock, dude. That one touchdown where he broke it from like 35 yards out, as soon as he yeah. broke it, I was just like, touchdown. Yeah, where we were, as soon as he got past, I think that it was like two guys that, that tried to get him really fast. And as soon as he got through those dudes, everyone just stood up in the stadium because we could see the whole thing. We were just like, he's in. There's no way anyone was going to get him. He was, we had the standing. whole middle of the field. Yeah. It was awesome. Yep. Anyway, uh, let me see. London Fletcher, two sacks. Two had sacks one pass on defended, almost a pick. Should have picked it. Probably should have. Probably should have. I'm not going to blame him. I'm not going to blame him. What about my dog, Rob Jackson? Still had a good day, dude. London Fletcher had 11 tackles on the day with those two sacks. London Fletcher was outstanding that day. He hit Tony huh. Romo three times. I mean, someone cracked Tony, Ro- Tony Romo's ribs. <laughs> oh, wait. Was that the tailgate? <laughs> he had a Tony, uh, cracked dude, rib. He left with a broken rib, man. Cracked rib. Yeah. Des Bryant left in a wheelchair. Des Bryant left in a wheelchair, dudes. Des Bryant left with a lower back injury, and they were just like, Des Bryant is not looking good. And right when they said that on the broadcast, because I just watched it again this afternoon, right when they said Des Bryant is not looking good, they They showed his cheek. They showed his his plumber's crack. I know. Oh, I remember when they did that. Thanksgiving game. All right, so the Thanksgiving game, we see... uh, Miles Austin get his crotch rubbed, and in this he game we see Des Bryant's <laughs> butt crack. <laughs> I was Des Bryant, man. He only had four receptions on the day. He had a couple yeah, big ones though. Seventy-one yard. He had that long twenty-three yarder. He had one but, near uh, the end, kind of near the end in the fourth quarter. That was a big. Yeah, one. but he was targeted eight times. He didn't. He, you know, and and I gotta say, the reason that he didn't catch a lot of those balls, and I can't believe I'm gonna say this. How about D'Angelo Hall, dudes? He had a really great game. Except for the fumble, he had a pretty good game. He had a solid game, though, man. He did have a solid game, absolutely. He did. He was all over it. And someone called it. Was it you? He had had three passes defended, man. Josh Wilson had a great game, too. I think it was B. Mitch. Someone called it that they thought D. Hall was going to have a huge game. Yeah. Yeah, D. Hall had a huge game. Josh, You're right, dude. Josh Wilson Wilson had uh, six tackles on the day, three solo tackles, and... Two passes and he knocked down. I mean, he might have been the guy that hit Romo near the end of the first half that got him so woozy he had to call a timeout. Yeah. Like they kind of needed to call a timeout there anyway, but they called it, I think, more to get him get him his head straight. Richard Reed Crawford had, had that pick. awesome tackle that Chris Collinsworth called out, which I didn't notice at all from where we were, but after watching the broadcast where he tackled the blocker and DeMarco Murray with one cut block. He knocked both of them oh, out. Oh, yeah, dude. He just dove underneath them both. He hit that, yeah. and I was just like, dang, did he just do that? And Chris Collinsworth was like, that was awesome. And Al Mike was like, oh, yeah. He was oh, like, yeah. that's yeah, how you take him out right there. Yeah, and I was just like, yeah, yeah, totally. That was Reed Dowdy, right? Yeah. It was Reed. It was. Reed Dowdy had a really dude, good game. he had game. a great game, man. Six tackles, yeah. four solo tackles on the day. I mean, he was, he was playing really well. Well, you finally, know, Riley had, a, had a fantastic tackle. Well, dude, Hazlitt's dude. like sending the heat. That's what we've been saying he That's needed to do. That's what we have to do. We have to send the heat. That's what our defense is predicated on. When we blitz, we win. Yep. <clears throat> That's what we got to do against Russell Wilson. Yep. 
We got to do that. Stop the run. Careful because Marshawn Lynch, I think he ended up third, but he was ahead of Alfred Morris until that last week. Yeah, he's third. You, they, they are predicated on running the ball as well. We're we're first in the league for running, and they're like, "What did I sent you the stats on this?" Like everyone's talking about how awesome their defense is. It is awesome against the pass. It's not so great against the run, and we're number one in the league for rushing. Yeah, but they're they're really good at rushing too. They have a good game plan. So do we. Oh, you mean they are good at running? Yeah, they're third in the league. We're number one in the league. Yeah. How did you guys feel about the officiating on the game? I thought they were cold and wanted to go home. I didn't hear any calls until the fourth quarter. So. I don't think they made a call until the fourth quarter. They didn't make any BS pass interference calls. I know that. They didn't call, like I said, two horse collar tackles on our receivers. Delay of one game. In the first half and one in the second half. Delay of game that gave them a touchdown. Delay a game that was a full second late. I mean, there was no excuse. I understand if it's like zero hike. You know, that happens. It's like they have to look down and see the ball move and then look up at the clock and everything or look at the clock, look down at the ball. It was a full second yeah. with that ball being hiked. That was, that was pretty inexcusable. Oh, I even was, Cowboys fans aren't aren't denying that. They're well, roughing the yeah, passer. Uh, Dallas had, had calls on them for roughing the passer. Yeah, that was a good call. The guy jumped over and, and put both his hands right, slapped him right on the helmet. You can't did you, do that. Did you, you hear? You can't do that in the NFL in this year. Did you hear yeah. that sound bite? You know, yeah. that guy jumped yeah. up and was like, I hit you in the chest. I hit you in the chest. And RG3 was like, I think you're right, man. <laughs> and he was like, I hit him I in the chest. Right. And he's like, you're right. you're right. You're right. You're right. Except both his hands hit him upside the head. I think RG3 was just trying to be like kind like, or something. I know. Yeah, he was just like, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Why don't you get on your side of the ball? Let's go get over there. Yeah, that's I cool. Can, get over I there can. and don't hit me anymore in the face. <laughs> That was Dude. a great. You know what I loved about that play? I put it on the itinerary. That was my favorite non-like play highlight. Was when that play happened. You know, everyone was like, "Oh crap!" And then the flag came out, and everyone was like, "Yeah." I know. And I was they freaking out. Dan Snyder's box. <clears throat> yeah. And Dan Snyder jumps up and down like a little kid celebrating, and that's cool. You know, I think Theismann got up and was doing. Another guy was jumping around and everything. And Gibbs is just sitting there staring down at the field, waiting for the call because he's like, "You can never tell until the officials." actually say what it is you know what i'm saying like all those dudes were jumping around like yeah that's what it is that's what it is and joe gibbs is like i'm waiting to hear him say it and when they say it he just kind of throws his hand forward like he's throwing a flag himself and not said like yeah there you go (laughs) didn't get up didn't get all like like crazed out or anything like those guys did he was just like yeah oh i was crazed out you were crazed out <laughs> how about sav rocka man i hated that he had to make that tackle dude but it cracked me up when he grabbed that guy it looked face like he ripped the dude's down. head off <laughs> no, dude. where we were at i was like man he ripped his head off he cr- yeah yeah that was that was that looked like an egregious like like scrum type of rugby tackle or something know, he probably man. got fined for that uh. he probably will get fined if he didn't already it was pretty bad, but you know you can do what you got to do. It's worth it to keep him from playoffs, man. Playing for the playoffs and the tackle he had in the first half, he just kind of jumped up to try to tackle the guy and hit him with his like lower half. He just went horizontal and took up a lot of space, so the guy had to run into his body. Yeah, and I bet he was getting a lot of ribbing on the uh, on the sideline after that. So when he went to tackle him the second half, 
He just grabbed him by the head and yanked him right to the turf. Seth Rock is oh, a huge man, guy, Seth, dude. He's a big dude, man. Anyway, um, that was awesome. What about? All right, did we have an Amadola of the week? I'm guessing that it would be Jason Witten. Yeah, I guess if it had to be anybody, it would be Jason Witten. Jason Witten had seven catches on the day for 56 yards. Um, big first downs. Big. Yeah, long. He had that long 14 yarder. But I mean. You know, seven catches, is that really? I mean, it's not like he caught 16 or something. What know? were what were DeMarco Murray's stats? Because all these people <laughs> on BR Murray were saying had, that he, he's going to be the X factor in this game. He, he was. That's what the dudes at the uh, Texas State, white, white shirts and their cowboy hats, like to put their arms up and go, X factor, man! <laughs> so what was he, two he had, catches? He had two catches for 10 yards, but then he had 17 carries for 76 yards on the day. Woo-woo. All right, so he had a decent game, but it wasn't huge. Five he didn't yards. break 100. 4.5 yards a carry, yeah. No touchdowns. Not no. 6.1, three touchdowns. <clears throat> Marco yeah. Murray is a, pr- uh, a pretty good runner, but, you know. Yeah, but. Yep. We beat y'all. Twice. Twice. Uh, Yeah. We yeah. beat them again, like my boss was going to say. <laughs> anyway, all right, tight end report. Josh, what's the tight end report? Uh, Logan Pawson, what about him? He Dude, had one, he had he had one awesome catch, catch for eight yards. It was awesome. Catch. Did you see it? It was awesome. Yes, it was. Definitely. He, like, he was like holding the ball like out away from his body, and that dude was With trying to pull hands. it out of away from him. The dude had his arm dude. between the ball and, and Paulson's face. I was trying to yank the ball back towards him away from Paulson, and he just used absolute arm strength. Paulson had like that a ball. death grip on it. <laughs> he was like, no, Holy dude. crap. I don't know how he held onto that ball and made it a catch. That was, that was, that was stellar, I, and he had a couple of great blocks. I think there. it was a third down, too. I got to say, I was hoping to see more Chris Cooley. I wanted to see a two tight end set on this one. I saw him in quite a bit. I didn't he see was, him targeting for blocking quite a bit. Yep, they're using him to block a bunch, it looks like. Niles Paul had a nice, huge return of like 40 yards or so. 48, yeah. I think. 48 was, yards on that return. Niles that Paul. That was pretty huge. Yep. Uh, uh, Crawford. Oh, he's not a tight end. Yeah. So that's the end of the tight end report, right? That's it, man. We don't have music for that? Uh, I don't think so. No, not yet. You know what it needs to be? Yeah, but I do have music for this. Do you want to take a break here and come back? Because how long are we going? Go Americans, cowboys. Show them your old face. It's the O line report of John Adams. Dudes, this might go two hours long. We're talking about the Cowboys here. Dude, it's not because I got to go to work tomorrow. And we're only we're only yeah, thirty five so minutes in, and we're like right on schedule, dude. So go ahead. You guys. Oh, wait, am I doing the O-line report? Yeah. Well, dudes, uh, Schnell got hurt again. Apparently he has an ankle injury, but Josh is gonna, going to uh, touch on that. Dude, we're going to talk about that in a minute. The but, O-line, uh, though, played pretty well. Dude, they, Josh Licorice had to come in for him, and then he came back in and come in for him on a, a touchdown drive. Mm-hmm. And he jumped right in it and did well. And actually driving home the next day, I heard him in an interview on the fan and he kept dropping S-bombs and not even realizing it. And they were talking afterwards, the guys on the radio. And they were like, man, we got we to call his mom and 
find out what is up with him and all these these this cussing that he doesn't even realize he's doing because he would just say and they're like you can't do that on the radio we have to mute you out like like on the three second delay and he's like what I didn't cuss <laughs> and so the, and they were they were like why we need to call his mom so one of them calls his mom and she's like okay I'll talk and she was on there for like ten minutes she's like I have no idea because they are from Texas he went to Southern Methodist hmm. in Dallas. And she's and they were like, "Is he a Cowboys fan?" It's like, no, he actually was contrarian to us and didn't want to be a Cowboys fan. So Ugh. she was a Cowboys fan. She's a Cowboys fan, but dude, get this: she was talking to them on the phone, and she was like, <clears throat> "You know, she had they have a, like a teenage daughter there, so she can't just up and go to a game anytime." She's like, "Sometime soon, I'm gonna come up to Washington, and we're gonna have a little ceremony where I burn all of my Dallas Cowboys stuff." <laughs> That's sweet. And I was nice. just like, and they went crazy. <laughs> so did I driving. I was like driving over the Nye River or Nye River, whatever it's called up there. The Nye or the Poe or whatever it is on I-95. And I was just like, woo-hoo-hoo, way to go, Mom. Josh Licorice, or they call him a ribeye, apparently. Um, Josh Licorice. Stepped in and didn't miss a beat. Oh, apparently not, because <clears throat> Alfred Morris had 200 yards and three touchdowns, and RG3 had one touchdown and 60-some yards rushing. Yeah, man. That's true, because I kept I kept going. I was like, who is that guy? Oh, it's Josh Licorice. And Lichtensteiger, we'll talk about him in the injury report, but it was looking like Licorice might get his first start this week. He might just do that. Um, and and by the way, Chris Chester, how many good. times have we talked about him all year? Not many. I talked about him during the game like 18 times. What about him, dude? What about him? What do you think? He's solid. Exactly. I thought he was, thought he's he was great. We never talk about him. That's good. Yeah, I thought he did great. Exactly. He's been <laughs> a great pickup from Baltimore ever since. I was like, got- oh, dude, that was Chris Jester. Look at that. Look at that. He had like <laughs> one game where he had two false starts or something like that. I don't like, even think what I know what heck number is wrong he with is, Chris dude. Chester. I think he's sixty-six, isn't he? He is. Okay, I didn't even know. Wait, that. his age or his number? <laughs> He's got that like curly, like gray He's got hair. That slightly gray curling hair, yeah, or graying curly hair, I should say. Yeah, yeah, dude, he looks like he's a lot older than he is, but I mean, yeah, I think he's been the most solid piece. He's just consistent. He's fantastic. I just wanted to give him a shout out while we were doing the O line. All right, let's go into let's go into Moving the inj- on. Oh my damn report. arm! All right, bring it up. It's time for. Injury Report, brought to you by Clinton. Give you the Injury Report. Um, Injury Report, who we got? We talked about him a bunch. We touched on it. Corey Lichtensteiger Schnell. Schnell. Did not practice again Thursday. That's today, folks, if you're listening to this tomorrow. Um. I don't know. We'll see. You know, he had that uh, he had that knee injury back in October. Now he's got this ankle injury thing. He seems pretty banged up. We'll, we'll see. What see. Happens. Hopefully he can we'll start. See. But if not, yep, uh, left ankle sprain. He did say he's feeling better today. Um, and uh, I don't know. We're just gonna have to wait and see. I heard Doc Walter and B Mitch talking about him. They're like, if he's good to go, he doesn't really need to practice. He's been playing with them all year. Yep. 
So uh, just because he didn't practice, in other words, they're saying doesn't mean he won't play. Well, that's true. It's more of a, I think you need to rest it so you're feeling good for the game, maybe. Um, <clears throat> but um, against Dallas, uh, what's his name? Josh Laribus. Licorice. Licorice. How do you say his last name, really? Laribus. Libri- Libri- Libribius. Libri- I don't Libri- know. Libribus. Anyway. Ribeye. Uh, we'll see, but um, uh, it could could be Maurice Hurt. We don't know. We'll see what happens. Yep. Um, let's see. We had uh, we talked about you touched on this too, man. DJ Johnson, dude, he's quarterback still, DJ Johnson. He's still on the team. Knee. He's still on the team, and he's not. He wasn't even hurt on that. He got lit up on that first punt return. But Sav Rocca had to do the horizontal like helicopter tackle with his legs. He got lit the heck up. Oh, and that was another blown call. That was the helmet-to-helmet block on him, which yep. supposed to call. Didn't call it. To call it. They didn't call it. Another At one of those, it's too cold to call penalty penalties. We could, see, we could see, Pelican. though, we right. could see the return of Cedric Griffin this week. He is uh, eligible to play again after his four-game suspension. If so he's we'll in see. football shape, we don't We'll know. see if he is in football shape. He says he's that he's playing. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. They have not uh, made a roster move, according to many uh, sources online, right. including Redskins. To bring him to the active roster, you mean? To bring him to the active roster. They There's need to. Him. Our cornerbacks suck. Jim Hazlitt said, Gotta be and, better I, quote, than and I quote, hopefully we can work him back into the mix. We need to get him back, at least get him in place, DJ Johnson. Dude, yeah. I feel bad for that DJ Johnson guy, but he's terrible. All right, yes. Uh, let's see. Dijon Mustard Gomes was limited in practice. Um, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Uh, Lennon Fletcher, every week we report on the ankle. He still has this ankle thing. I think he's ready for the season to be over, but hopefully not for four more weeks or so. And um, so he can rest that ankle. And then uh, Cuz apparently has the flu, but he, but he did practice. Oh, by the way. With the flu. This isn't even on our itinerary, but speaking of London Flesher, he was named uh, Defensive Player of the Month. Of the Month? Solid. For the I N- had not NFC. Yeah, NFC so. Defensive Player of the Month, yet for some somehow he did not make the Pro Bowl as a starter. I just don't understand. And this. Alfred Morris is the second leading rusher in the league and didn't make the Pro Bowl. Right. I don't understand it. Hey, people that vote on the Pro Bowl. Stupid people, you should look and actually see who's doing things. Cut. Here's what they all are. All the, all the uh, Pro Bowl voters. Yellow cake. Yellow cake. Anyway. Uh, all right, that's the injury report. Wow. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to, uh, I guess, update my precarious predictions and get the game balls and kicks. Will is supposed to dry, join us live this week. He was so upset about missing last week's podcast. Dude, he's pumped. We hung out with him like all weekend. So uh, when we come back, we'll work on my precarious predictions for the Redskins and for the playoffs, and then we will, um, well, give our game balls and kicks, round this roid out. Round it. So we'll talk to you a bit, dudes, after this. The commercial break. Harry, Harry, Hog, 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 Football, 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 Football
hang up and try again. In a world where Dallas fans roam the streets. In a world. And it's generally unsafe to look into the skies at night because you realize you're looking at stars. I only mention it because sometimes there's a man. The Redskins love man. I won't say a hero, because what's a hero? But sometimes there's a man. Love the Redskins. And I'm talking about Desmond C. Lee here. Oh, hell yeah. Sometimes there's a man. Well, he's a man for his time and place. Yep, that's Desmond. Thank you, Desmond C. Lee. 2013 benevolent sponsor of Harry Hog Football. Desmond C. Lee 2 on Twitter because Desmond C. Lee 1 was already taken. Hey, dude, don't go away, man. Come on, this affects all of us, man. We're basic freedom. I'm staying. I'm finishing my coffee. Enjoying my coffee. Yo, you guys back? Yo, yo, yo! Dude, when you guys go on break, do you actually take a break or pretend like you're taking a break? Because I just sit here. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? John goes, and leaks it. John goes and leaks it real quick. Yeah, you gotta drain it, dude. John, you back? Come on, dude. Right Some of us have to work tomorrow morning. He's pretending right now. Let's go. Yo, yo, yo! <laughs> What's up? He's I heard you for the last few seconds. I had my microphone muted. You know, like a professional yellow. Like a professional <laughs> yellow. Coughing into it. All right, well, are you guys ready for my... um? Precarious predictions for the I playoffs. You did those? You gonna do them again? We, I think he has to update them because there are new. We know what teams are are in the playoffs now. All right, I gotta oh, update him. Ready? All Here right, we go. go. Aaron's precarious predictions for the playoffs 2013. As mentioned before, the Redskins will destroy the Cowboys to go into the playoffs with a home game. As NFC East champions, they will be hosting Pete Carroll's Dirty Playing Seahawks. Sea chickens. Dirty birds. Are they too legit to quit still? The Seahawks are going to come in three-point favorites for some reason, even though the Redskins have the number one rushing offense in the league, and they're number five against the rush, where the Seahawks are like number ten against the rush. And... Wilson will be picked off twice. Anyway, enough of those rankings. We don't care about this. Russell Wilson in this game will be sacked three times. Once by my dog Kerrigan. Once by London Fletcher. And once by D-Hall on a corner blitz. He will also be picked three times. Once by London Fletcher. Once by D-Hall. And once by Rob Jackson. Jackson. Alpha Morris will run for 222 yards. Trey Deuces. Four touchdowns. 
complimented by RG3's two touchdowns. One to uh, number 88, and the other one to Aldrich Robbins. Aaron, it sounds like you're flipping the the, uh, the script from the last few weeks for the Seahawks, who've been scoring a uh, 40 plus points a game over the last. I few don't weeks. know, dude. I, you're I, calling I, it a flip flop here. A flip flop. Not in this I, game, dude, because Hazlitt is going to keep on the heat like he did last week. I see Santana Moss making a catch outside of the end zone, but somehow his feet stretch and touch inbounds before he hits. The oh yeah, I didn't mention that. There's that one too. That makes seven touchdowns for the Redskins. <laughs> Redskins will win this game. 49. The Seahawks have an awesome defense, though. So we'll give them 10 points. 49 to 10. Oh, my God. This will move Redskins versus Atlanta because the Vikings are not going to beat Green Bay. Redskins go into Atlanta after losing by one touchdown earlier in the season. The Dirty Birds I was referring to before. The Falcons are not going to have a chance in this game, dude. In the in the Georgia Dome, in the Georgia Dome, um, um, Hammer will be in the house. Hammer will be there. Jerry Glanville. Jerry Glanville will be there. They will be Isn't sharing. Uh, they will be uh, sharing MC their Hammer. cowboy hats with each other. Dion will be there. And their pants. Jerry Gant Glanville will give his hat to Hammer. Hammer will give his big baggy pants to Glanville, and they will go up to his chin. Anyway, and here's what will happen. Redskins are going to go in there. Mike Vick will be there for old time's sake. This time, though, they're not going to ride Alfred Morris because he's tired from having two 200-yard games in a row. What are they going to do? Santana Moss is going to have two touchdowns. Garcon's going to have a touchdown. And Josh's dog, Chris Cooley, is going to pull down a touchdown. The Redskins will win this game. Back left corner of the end zone. The, the Redskins will win this game 28-17. to 17. All right. In the Georgia Dome. In the Dome. That'll bring up. Game set. Game what? 19? The NFC Championship game, right? No. Oh, wait. Was that the NFC Championship game? No. There's the NFC no, Championship. One more. One more. more right. One more. 17-18 game 19. It'll right. be Redskins v. Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers are going to be out for revenge since the last time when they thought they were all bad and the Redskins beat them a few years ago. But it matters not. Alfred Morris will control the clock all day and run for 212 yards on the Green Bay Packers. Pound it! While racking up two more touchdowns, RG3 in the air will have three touchdowns. Redskins will win this game, a close one. 35 to 31 to go to the Super Bowl. And the highlight of the day is when they keep showing the replay of Alfred Morris stiff-arming Clay Matthews just to pull his hair. (laughs) (laughs) Stiff-arming him to the turf and then pulling him up by his hair as he continues to run. (laughs) Dragging him along behind him. Like, no, 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 come on. Come along with me, son. Like a caveman with his woman. Oh, my. But... (laughs) And that'll bring us to the Super Bowl. Which, <laughs> I've got my rooms reserved in New Orleans. The game I've been waiting no, for. Saying, they're going to play already. The game I've been waiting for for a few years for redemption. It'll be the Washington Redskins V, my most hated AFC team of all time. 
the New England Patriots, who ran oh up the score a few years ago when they ran it up 55 to nothing, going for it on fourth and two, already up by 50. There's no such thing as running it up in the post. When you're up by 50. There's no such thing as running it up. Not in the post. You say that now, but you won't after this Super Bowl. Alfred Morris will run all over the Patriots. RG3 will run all over the Patriots. RG3 will throw all over the Patriots. The Redskins will come out of the Super Bowl as victors. With the score, 63-3. to (laughs) Championship. (laughs) 63-3. Redemption. Anyway, that's the precarious predictions for the postseason. Hope you got my, I got my room reserved, dude. Only the six update. blocks from the Superdome. Cool, dude. Update. Next, it's time to go to our uh, kicks and games. But we, you know, who we got to get on the horn? Yellow, 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 God, you are losers, sir. You are a loser, sir. <laughs> Will in Maryland. If he didn't go to sleep, let me find his number here on the Skype. Oh, there he is. Add to call. Oh yeah. Will who hung oh, out oh, with oh. myself. You are a loser, sir. <laughs> Will You are a loser, himself. sir. He hung out with us like for six hours watching college football today. Hello. Will What's up, fellas? What's up? Are you pumped? Yo, Josh, man. Where were you at, dude? I know, man. (laughs) You went AWOL on us, man. I hated to miss it, man. I'm glad you were there for me. No doubt. No doubt I held it down. Fifth filled in nicely. Sick. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. all right, go ahead. So what's the deal, fellas? Let's do this. Let's do it. I just did right. my precarious predictions for the Super Bowl. You'll have to listen to those. Okay. Okay. We were, I we, got were, it. we were telling everyone how every Cowboys fan that walked around before the game, you were like, mm-hmm. you are a loser, you sir. You are a loser, sir. Yes, yes. Yes, you are a loser, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of bumps. And then yep, he walked yep. up to this one like Cowboys fan chick. And he opened his, his coat to show him yeah, his shirt that yeah, said Dallas man. sucks. And I was like, dude, chill out. They think you're flashing him. <laughs> yeah, I know. You were, you were right with that one. It did look like I was flashing. <laughs> we were a little worried. We were like, dude, we don't want Will to get arrested for some BS. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, we had a good time, man. We were set talking about how we hung out with you and watched football, like college football, for about six hours. The day yeah. before, we went to Ray's Hellburger. Nice. Absolutely. It was good awesome. Stuff, it was pretty. It epic. was awesome. Good, good stuff, man. You know, for all of my people out there, Harry Hog Nation, these dudes are the truth, man. You know, kicked the whip them all Saturday and Sunday for the game. I had a blast. You know, it was real good time. And you know, I'm, I know I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but you know what? You no, know, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait till you ask me for my cuts, my kicks, and my cuts. I'm gonna wait. <laughs> all right, dudes. Well, you know what that means. It's time for this week's Kicking the Balls Award.
Kicking the Balls Award brought to you by Ridipoo. Go ahead, Will. Take it away. All right, all right. Well, my gay ball goes to the whole team. It's, I couldn't think of anybody, you know, I didn't want to single no one out. That was probably the best game I've seen all year, top to bottom. Everybody played well. The defensive line, the offensive line, even that putrid secondary, they stepped up. I couldn't believe it. Alfred Morris rushed for 200, three touchdowns. And, you know, this was an interesting stat I heard while watching TV over the week. Did you know that nobody, nobody in the history of that god-awful franchise, the Dallas Cowboys, nobody has rushed for 200 yards on them? Ever. Yeah, wasn't like that Cowboys, amazing? Nobody ever? I saw that. Ever. Yeah. In that god-awful existence of that team, no one's ever rushed for 200 yards on them. And our boy, Alfred Morris, he did it the other day. I yep. thought that was awesome. He did it in his second game uh, against them. Yep. Yeah, I they're going to be, awesome. they're gonna be afraid ahead. of him for a long time in Dallas. Yeah, buddy. I heard somebody say on TV, they gave him a nice little nickname. They called that dude Almo. <laughs> Almo. <laughs> Remember the Almo. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought that was kind of sweet. I thought that was kind of sweet. And um, my kick goes to myself for not being able to go to the game. What? I kick myself. I know I don't play for the skins, but I'm kicking myself. I wanted to be in the game. But didn't you hang out with? <laughs> like, like they got to hang. You know, we were hanging out. We were talking about hanging out at the Hale Barbecue, uh, tailgate, having a good time and meeting new people there. And everyone's hanging out. Like you know, and there were so many people just hanging out, like you, that were just hanging out. Didn't have even have tickets to the game. You just wanted to hang out and be part of the uh, the atmosphere. Exactly. Is that, you know, speaking of that, I don't know. You know, um, Aaron and um, John. You I know y'all remember those two. But I don't know if they're listening or not, but I want to send a special shout-out to Courtney and Nick, the two it's people Nick. we were. Oh, we Nick. couldn't remember his name, man. Yes, <laughs> Courtney and Nick. And I was like, the, her husband, I can't remember his name for the life of me. They said they yeah. were going to listen. They said they were going to yeah, listen. Yeah, Courtney and Nick. I want, this is Will. They know who I am. I want to send a special shout-out to them because, you know, they were really cool, you know what I'm saying? And after you guys went to the game, you know, they, they dropped me off at the subway station, you know, and they, you know, they hooked the brother up, so I didn't have to walk, man. So if y'all listening out there, Courtney and Nick, right love on. you guys, man. Y'all cool peoples, man. You know, they did just like me. They didn't have tickets to the game. They just went out there just to chill, you know what I'm saying, and be, you know, with the Redskins fans. And they left, you know what I'm saying, when those were all said and done. But I want to give a shout-out to them if they listening. Did you get there in time to see the kickoff? Back to your house. Absolutely. That was the best thing about it. Once I got in the door and got settled, yep, it was ready for kickoff. So, yes, I did get in. Perfect timing. Everything worked out great. It did, especially at the end of that game. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. All right, John. John, who is your kick going to? All right, my kick, it's it's a bit of a nitpicky kick, but you know how I tend to uh, gravitate toward the fellow twigs when I'm not wrapped up like a seven-layer burrito. (laughs) Dude, Kai Forbath missing his first field goal. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. That's a harsh kick, man. You can't do that. Come on. That dong off of that, off that right upright. You know, I think, he was trying, I think he was like, look, I've been putting him down the middle all year long. I'm going to try to bounce one off that right upright. And I think it just bounced the wrong way, man. I think he hit his target. It just bounced the wrong way. Another foot, and it would have probably gone in. Well, hopefully well, it'll you just know, I, told, I told Aaron. 
I told Aaron that, you know, I'm glad he missed it because he got it out of system. That's the way I see it. Yeah, you know, the pressure was on. In the stadium. Mm-hmm. In the stadium, I was like, Aaron was like, that is not good. I was like, dude, no worries. He had to miss one sometime. Get it out of the yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. He was going to miss it eventually. I'd rather like, miss I, it this week than miss it in the next four weeks. Yeah, that's yeah. right. True, I, exactly, I exactly. Say, deep down, I was quite concerned because, remember, he was on the Cowboys roster before he joined the, what was it, the Tampa Bay Bucks and then the Redskins. And he never he never made, like, the active roster or anything. I think it was preseason. And I was just like, oh, man. Like, deep down, I was like, oh, man, no. We can't have this guy who used to be, like, a Cowboy for one week or something like that come back to crush us. I played it cool because I knew Aaron was, panicking. Aaron was panicking a lot. But I was just like, oh, dude, it's good. It's good. We got it. Knocked it out of his system. He'll come back. And he had all his extra points. He was fine. He's he, all right. When he hit, you could see it on his face on TV when I went and watched the, uh, the replay this afternoon of it. I was, and you could see it. As soon as he did, he was just like, he almost looked like he, was, he couldn't believe it didn't go in. He was like, wow, it didn't go in. He just had that weird look like, that's not right. <laughs> what was so, hey, 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 sure. hey, Aaron, so, so did you, you remember when I told you how Tony Romo really did crack his ribs? Yeah, hmm. yeah. You know, in the second quarter, because, you know, hey, tell everybody, you know, that was, was on the menu, you know, at the tailgate party. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, was a, it was a Tony Romo cracked peppercorn ribs that was on the menu. <laughs> yeah. You know, awesome. so, so it, it I thought it was real. The crybaby back. <laughs> I thought it was real fitting that he really got his ribs cracked in this game. You know, he, he you know, sitting there, you know, immobile, and yeah, everybody giving excuses why they suck. It's all good, though, man, because you know what? Screw the Cowboys. I'm tired of talking about them. It's Seattle coming up. And you know what? Every, you know, all these so-called, quote, experts are all pick of Seattle. Mm-hmm. I think I've heard one person all week. Pick us to win. Well, you know what? Just like I said before, they always pick us to lose. And because of that, we're going to win. We're going to win this game because, you know what, Seattle, I think they're a little overblown. I don't care if they beat the Patriots. I don't care if they beat the Niners. I don't care if they put run up 58 points. It is a new season, a new day. And I'm telling you, with our boy behind the center, with the attitude he has and the attitude of that locker room, man, man, whatever. There ain't no way they're putting up 58 points. Hey, man, it's going to be a close-scoring game. But all I know is we'll pull it out. We'll pull it out. I don't care about their big corners. I don't care about their big defensive linemen. Big all go to hell. PKL2. Plus, they're coming to Washington. Yeah, yeah exactly. Here. The last they're, they're, coming to, they're coming to play in the muck. They're not no mutters. They're not mutters. They're not no mothers. They, they like to play on that field up there, and, you know, on that little turf. They're not mothers. So it's all good. We're yeah. going to win this game. What, We're going to win this game. Know, a lot of us know out here as Redskins fans that have been fans for a while, we know that the last two times we've been to the playoffs, we had to go to Seattle. And they lost. lost both of those games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is a revenge game, folks. This, That's right. This is a reckoning. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And, hey, hey, and guess what, fellas? You best believe. I can't wait. Oh, man. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> boy, oh, boy, wait. it's going to be fun. It's going to be epic. Aaron, you <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah man. Hell yeah, buddy. All right, dude. You, you, Aaron and Josh, who are your kicks? My kick? 
is going to Trent Williams for that huge false start penalty near the end of the game. Dude, which, you're so oh, stealing my man, kick, see? man. You're stealing my kick. Dude, that end of the drive for us, we could have put a nail in it right there. Dude, let me tell you about that because I'm kicking him too, and I'll just play right off of that kick, dude. Is that that whole drive, that second drive of the fourth quarter, Trent Williams on that second and two, he had that big penalty and for that false start, right? And then, you know, we keep driving, we driving. And then again, here we are. It's it's um, uh, Trent Williams again with the uh, the illegal formation. Trent Williams on the illegal formation. How does that happen? What illegal formation? I don't even remember that. Same drive. He had two penalties, dude. Two penalties that drive. And then that, that wasn't drive- even a drive, dude. He had that false start, and then and then after that, RG three got sacked, and that, we were done. No, he there was another penalty there, dude. RG3 had that he had that pass to uh Josh Morgan there, and there was a penalty on Trent Williams again. And then we had to punt, and that's when Savraka pulled the guy's face mask off. Oh, yeah. oh I love that. That looked awesome. <laughs> All right, but I was like, what is that rugby Australian football's rules? To me, <laughs> that was that's right. But to me, that whole thing, Trent Williams started that whole spiral there. And the thing, the thing about that is that made me nervous is that it was 21 to 10. Suddenly we give the ball back to Dallas. They drive down and they get that Ogletree touchdown. And then they do that two point conversion. Now they're within three points of us. It's 21 to 18. I was thinking, oh my gosh, fourth quarter. Here it comes. Dallas again. We're going to give it away. And it all started with Trent Williams. So there's my kick. Yo. That's exactly why I gave my kick to him, dude. You stole it. Well, I explained and the it better. thing about Trent Williams we could have is every time he gets called for a penalty, he just kind of backs off and puts his arms like, 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 oh man, oh man, oh. All right, well, we got to hurry this thing up. This podcast is long, so let's uh, go ahead. And hey, Aaron, it. I forgot to ask you, man. Did you have any cowboys in your vicinity while you was up there? We did, but they were very, very tame. They were very. Oh, they were very tamed. Okay, yeah. good. <laughs> so you, so you had no reason to talk any crap to them. No, they didn't make any noise at all. They, they didn't. Bother okay, because he was telling hey, everybody. He, hey, everybody. He was telling me if he had a cowboy fan near him, and if they said anything or they rubbed him the wrong way, my man Aaron said he was about to go loco. He said he was going to have to do something <laughs> to him, man. I'm glad for their sake that they were tamed. But dude, you, know, you don't seat- want to see Aaron do that. We've seen him do it at a Panthers game. <laughs> It was not good. Will, our seats were in the very last row. So we had really? no one Damn. behind us all the way up at the oh. fence. So we, okay. we were standing up the whole time. We weren't blocking anyone's view, True. making a lot of noise. Bang, so, banging the fence. Not banging on the fence. We had those aluminum beer bottles. We were banging them on the chairs. It was We were being as loud as we could, but we weren't being obnoxious. I well, still don't have my voice back, dude. Hey, did he went up? Hey, hey, uh. John, did you run up and down the stairs? No, we couldn't get out where we were. Couldn't we were get like out. In the we middle. were like right in the middle of our section. What? Oh, okay. In the fourth quarter, <laughs> I really wanted to. Like, 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 like John doesn't really run up and to down, down the stairs and start, with his hands, like doing pumps up in the air, like pump it up, pump it up. <laughs> pump it up, pump it up. All right, dudes, dudes, let's hit the game balls. Oh, yeah. Game balls, and right now, on. Game balls. The company, an ever elusive game ball award. Game Ball Award brought to you by Desmond C. Lee. All right, before anyone says anything, Alfred Morris is a collective game ball. Collective game ball to Alfred Morris. Absolutely. Absolutely. For that stat I threw out, and just for the fact that he ran his ass off all year, put up those numbers, and 
Unbelievable. Yes, collective game ball. I love that guy. Yep. Sir Alfred Bam Bam Morris. Such right. a humble guy. Got to right. love him. John, hit it. Yeah. Game um, up. Well, that's tough. Um, it's really tough to – so many guys had a great game out there. I, I get, You know what? I'm going to have to go defensive, and that's a pretty rare occurrence lately. You know who I'm going to give a game ball to who had a really, really, really good game for him? Reed Dowdy. Yeah, that's a good one. Reed Dowdy had he had a total of four tackles and two assists, but at least two of those tackles were for loss. And one of those tackles, we talked about it earlier, he took out the lead blocker and the Marco Murray. And the back. Yeah, I like that. That and was a great, great tackle. He was in the zone on Sunday. You know, sometimes. Absolutely. And you know what? People always give Reed the, uh, the raw deal. They give Reed the raw deal. They think he's some scrawny, unathletic white guy. But you know what? He's been here forever. You know, I, you know, he gets it done. He's not sexy. He's, you know, he's not flashy. But he gets out there and he gets the job done. You know, he's not out there getting bumped like a doo-doo. And he's Dude, better than he's, DJ yeah. Johnson. That's he, he's sure. no Adam Marchaletta. Oh, DJ Johnson. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah, Reed Dowdy, Reed Dowdy brings it, you know, every single time. And sometimes, you know, he just gets burnt or whatever. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, he. Th- this was one of those games where, you know, certain guys stepped up that you may not have seen step up every single game. Just had those special games. And Reed Dowdy had a special game. He, a couple of really big plays. He's no sharp or Donish. That's, I want to. I want to give him. Yeah, you know, I'm definitely not going to give him the sharp or Donish Memorial uh, Holding Award. There was no Amadonis of the week, right? Will who gets you? Who gets your game ball? Or he did, gave his game ball to the whole team. Oh yeah, I gave my game ball for the whole team. But you know what? If I had to single somebody out, I would give it to Haslett because I just love the way that defense was flying around. They had. Romo all over the place. I mean, every time the ball was snapped, you just saw blitzes coming from everywhere, corners. I mean, everybody was just coming from everywhere. He was just running all over the place like a chicken with his head cut off. I loved it. We need and, that and this Phil, week, too. The man. one time he didn't blitz, he sent three guys, and guess and what happened? He threw a touchdown to Witten. Yeah. The one time. You know, like, you know every, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you guys already went over, but that game shouldn't have been as close as it would have because, you know, what the, the, the play clock that went off, uh, the first touchdown they had. Extra mm-hmm. Come on, man. Come on. Yeah, we were talking about, you know, those referees like before seconds, the game actually. were like, this it's it's cold out. We're gonna call this game uh really loose so we can get it going and get home. Maybe the whistles <laughs> were frozen up, dude. Tell, when it gets weather like this, the referees, those whistles, it's hard to get those whistles up Spit to the mouth. Frozen man. in the whistle, dude. I guess he was frozen <laughs> to his lips. All right, uh, Josh. frozen in his pocket. I, I That's what my, it was. Josh, you get yours. Ball, my game ball is going to my dog, London Fletcher. 11, 11 tackles on a day, four solo. He was everywhere. Two sacks, you know, two sacks for loss. A pass defended. He hit Tony Romo three times. Dude, London Fletcher, solid. I still don't understand the morons that vote for the Pro Bowl and how London the Pro Fletcher Bowl's is a joke. And how he is nope. not starting and how everybody is not like London Fletcher is the best defensive player in this league. He is of the month. He got that award today. Anyway, well, that's going to leave me with. Yeah, I almost took one. The dude that sealed it. Number 50, 
Rob uh, Jackson. Uh, Rob Jackson. For that beautiful play where he totally faked out Romo, thought he was going to be wide open in the flat, and then he just snuck out there and snagged the ball and basically ended the game for us. That was awesome. Sealed the championship. Dudes, that, yep. when you see that again on TV and you watch it over and over, you realize how athletic he had to be to jump up and stretch out and pull that ball in, yep. like slightly horizontal to get that ball. That was one. It wasn't just a pick. It was a hell of a pick. Dude, he's getting better and better and better. With yep. more play, isn't he? Yeah, it's outstanding. They had him on the radio, uh, what, that, that Monday. They had him on the radio out here, you know, and they were saying he, uh, they called in and they, uh, Rob called in. And he, he said he has offensive background, so that's why his hands are so good, huh. you know. Yeah, he was like a tight end or something back in the day, and, he, of course, he got converted. I believe it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looks like he could play tight end. Man, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, that was that was one athletic play right there. It, it easily could have just been a jump up, tip the ball, whatever. I mean, he pulled that thing. I mean, he looked like he looked like a tight end pulling the ball in, like a high end tight end. That was good. Yep. And that then just watching Romo go off the field with his head down and Howdy. looking all yep. stupid. Oh God, it's priceless. I mean, that's all. That's all he's about. He's a bum, God. You know, but it's all good. Yes, big, big cuts. And you know what? Let him stay on over there with America's team. You know what? I don't. I don't excuse me. I, I'm sorry. I said that. I hate branding them America's team. Okay, they whatever. They're Texas team. You know, but you know, I just love seeing him hanging his head down and just being a pathetic loser that he is. Yep. All right, dudes, let's round this thing out. Let's give our shout-outs. John? All right, dudes. Well, our shout-out number one is going to Will in Maryland. The fifth, hanging out all weekend, jumping on the show tonight. Courtney and That's Nick. Nice, brother. Courtney, and, Courtney Nick. and Nick. Yes, sir. Send us God, some email. RedskinsFan, HarryHogFootball.com. Nick the Greek right. sent us a great message. I don't know if Aaron's going to be able to tack that on or not. That was crack, cracking me up as well. Um, our extremely pumped sponsor, Desmond C. Lee. Desmond C. Lee, too. Everyone on Twitter. On Twitter. Everyone, Everyone else on Twitter. on Twitter. There's too many people to mention now. It's just building up over. All our over. regulars, you know who you are. It's yes, massive. I love the fact that Harry Hog Nation is growing and growing and growing. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Anyway, we'll talk to you guys next week after we win this wild, wild card game. And don't forget, Absolutely. follow us on Twitter at Harry Hog. Check out the website, HarryHogFootball.com. You can call the hog line like our boy Will in Maryland does. He calls yep. us calls us live. You can call us on that line and leave a message. Um, what is it? 77 Harry Hog. And, and make it quick so you don't get hung up on. Voicemail, yeah, man, it goes right to voicemail. I think you got a minute, maybe two. I can't remember. Yeah, you got about a minute or two. It'll be like, good boy. (laughs) All right, we'll talk to you guys next week. Hail to the Redskins, and if you see a Cowboys fan, oh, you know what to do. You know what to do. Yoka. 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 Cut. All right, fellas.